That's coming from Psalm 65 and 4, the worship song. Let's read it together. Blessed is the man you choose and cause to approach you that he may dwell in your court. Stop right there. God chose you. He has caused you to approach him. In other words, the reason why you're going into a deeper relationship is not on your account. It's because God is doing something in you and bringing you closer to him. And if you won't come on your own, he will put enough trouble in your life because your purpose, he chose you to come closer to him. That he may dwell in your courts. Let's go. We, let's go. We shout, I'm satisfied. Now let's finish it. Now you satisfy in God, his house. Guess where his house is? You. Hallelujah. house. And you should be satisfied with what's in you. And then you'll stop striving for the other stuff. Because once you get satisfied in God, whatever he needs, he will bring to you. Ain't that good? I'm going to teach you on this in a couple weeks. But turn to Ephesians (laughs) chapter number three. Ephesians chapter number three. I'm going to read a few verses to you. And then we're going to go to 2 Corinthians. I'm going to read two verses. And then we're going home. All right. No, we're not. We're going to go feed the homeless. We're going to go eat with them. Ephesians chapter 3, verse 14. Ephesians chapter 3, verse 14. And when you found it, act like you're excited and shout hallelujah. Yeah, you get this word. The word, the word, the word. Hallelujah, hallelujah. Uh, Let's pray. Father, we thank you for this moment, this opportunity that we may feast at your table. Come now and feed us, Lord. For you have given us a spirit of worship and we are releasing it back to you. Although our lips may be silent, our hearts are crying out to you. For we worship and adore you, God. For there is none like you. And we thank you. Now, Lord, as we are your church, give us the ear to hear what the Spirit has to say to the church. And Lord, as I stand here, humble me. Decrease my spirit that your spirit may increase. Take every one of my thoughts captive that I may be used like John as a vessel crying in the wilderness. Father, we thank you and we praise you. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. As you were worshiping the Lord, I said, Lord, 
if they keep on going, I'm gonna put this little Bible down and that's all we're gonna do today is just worship you. But since you got silent for a moment, that means God has something he wants to say to you. Verse number 14 reads, For this reason I bow my knees to the Father of our Lord Jesus Christ, from whom the whole family in heaven and earth is named, that he would grant you according to the riches of his glory. That he would grant you according to your abilities, your talent. No, don't say any of that. According to the riches of his glory. To be strengthened with might through his spirit. Where? In the inner man that Christ may dwell in your hearts through faith that you being rooted and grounded in love may be able to comprehend with all the saints what is the width and the length and the depth and the height to know the love of Christ which passes knowledge that you may be filled with the fullness of God. Then he says, now to him who is able to do exceedingly, abundantly, above all that we ask or think, according to the power that works where? In us to him be glory in the church by Christ Jesus to all generation forever and ever everybody that believes that shout amen amen second Corinthians chapter number four in the inner man that we would be strengthened. Whew. Second Corinthians chapter four, verse 16. If we know all of that, Paul writes now to the Corinthian church. You ready? Therefore, we do not lose heart. When? Ever. Do we what? When something bad happens in your life. Huh? No matter what has happened in your life, you are designed not to lose heart. Even though Check this out. Our outward man is perishing, yet the inward man is being renewed day by day. 
even though our outward man is perishing, yet the inward man is being renewed day by day. Amen. I want to look at that verse and just talk to you for a few minutes with the question, you in or out? And that's the choice that you need to make. In or out? You may be seated in the presence of the Lord. Somebody shouted in. Mm -hmm. All in. You know, I, the, the, the subject is in or out. And I wanted to place emphasis on it because it's a choice that has to be made. And sometimes because of small words, the translations gets misinterpreted. And just those that may be hungry, I did not say in and out. It's in or out. And, and so and so we I want to just talk to you for a moment as Paul is fervently uh, allowing us to understand today how rich we are, number one. And that it is a God thing that happens to the inward man and not the outward man. There is something, according to 2 Corinthians, that happens to both. The inward man is being renewed. When? Day by day. The outward man is what? Perishing. The outward man is going away. So why would we focus on feeding something that's going away? Why do we focus on pleasing something that is going away? And the inward man is being renewed. And I believe everybody in here likes new. Getting new shoes, new socks. Sometimes get real blessed and get a new car. We like new. But yet, we focus on old when there's something new happening day by day. And you even speak that kind of language. I'm stuck in the same old Whatever you want to place there. And the reason why you're stuck is because you keep speaking the wrong language. You are being renewed. So you should expect something new to be happening in you. If something new is happening, don't get focused on something old that was happening. Doing the same old thing and expecting something new to happen from it. Definition. One word. 
Insanity. Talking the same way. Stuck on a belief system that's worldly when you have a new belief system. And the new belief system gives you victory over every situation in your life. When Christ died on the cross and his spirit came into you, let let me tell you something. His spirit had predestined you before you even said, yes, Lord. That's why you was in church making fun of preachers. You couldn't get the message, but it was getting you. Paul, Paul, Paul begins to write to us. He, he, he writes, and, and it really gets me when he, when, he, when he gives us this one verse in Ephesians chapter 3. And I, I want you to focus on that one verse when he, when he says <clears throat> in verse 16, verse 16, he says, number one, he says, he would grant... Who? He would grant you, he would grant you according to you. And see, we try to do things according to us because the old you was focusing on the outer courts. But the new you has to go into the inner courts. See, because the old you was without Christ and the new you went beyond the veil and now Christ has come into you. The issue is, do you believe that Christ dwells in you or not? Because when you believe that Christ dwells in you, you would know that you have already been granted. What have I been granted, preacher? Well, I'm glad you asked. He says, the riches of his glory. He says, listen, God, oh, you got to see God for who he is. Have you ever read Revelation or or, or heard that when you get to heaven, the streets are going to be gold? I guarantee you on earth, there's nobody with gold streets. And nobody with pearly gates because there's nobody that rich. I want to talk to you about a God that is rich according to his glory, which means his richness will blow your mind. And that's how he has blessed you according to his riches and glory. God has everything that you need already inside of you. The issue is you haven't gone in to get it. Therefore, 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 he further says that I'm going to strengthen you. Now, I love this because he said he'll strengthen us with his might. Now, when you get God's strength and you know it, then you could conquer anything. So now, now, how many of you are more than conquerors? Mm-hmm. So, so then if something goes on in your life, 
you already know you're above it. I've got that conquered already. As a matter of fact, God sent it my way because he knew that I was going to look at it and say, I got this. Because when you when you're strengthened by him, you don't no longer rely on your strength. That's why God can trust some people with big trouble and some people can only handle a little trouble. And he will strengthen you until you get to the point that you can handle big trouble before big trouble comes your way. See, now here's how you handle big trouble. You don't look at it from the outside. You look at it from the inside. And when you go in and see things the way God sees things, then you can already see the victory before it even turns out to be the victory. And you can speak to the thing that has not come as though it's already there and begin to praise God like it's done already. God will set ambushes to please his people. Now, now, now get this. He, he did not say, I'm going to strengthen you in the outer man. You know how the outer man, the outer man will dress it all up and think he got it popping. He fly. He got the right cologne. I'm talking about the outer man. And he, he, he think he is the cat's meow. And the outer man, and then you work on the outer man. And then you think people should appreciate. And then when you don't feel appreciated, that same old outer man turns into they don't appreciate me. Because the focus was on the wrong area. Men, it's not just you. Because they'll get go and buy those heels. The right one. And get their hair done. To get ready for tomorrow's day. They had to get their hair done on Friday. And they were so focused on the outer, they went to sleep like this. Because they wanted the outer them to be appreciated by man. And we practice. So long for men to appreciate us. Men, women, whatever. For man, I'm speaking gender specific, non-gender specific. For man to appreciate us, we've been trying to get the wrong one to appreciate us. And we've been showing them the wrong thing to get appreciated. You have been focused on the outside. And God said, no, you're going to have to focus on the inside because your inner beauty will draw the right one to you because I will attach to the inner man. Go ahead and tell him, say it's in you. He, he wants us to focus on the inner man. See, the, the, the outward man is going to be done away with. And the inward man is being renewed. So why do we focus more on the outside? Than we do on the inside. Wait, wait. We we have 
the riches of his glory on the inside. We have the riches of your glory on the. The question is who you trying to please. Mm. Go ahead and shout. I'm in. Amen. Uh, and, 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 and so the writer, he, he, he wants us to know that a change has already happened. I hear people say, I'm waiting on God to do this. God's already done this. He's waiting on you to go in and get it. If it's already in you, then focus on who's in you. And greater is he that is in me than he that's. But yet we keep talking about what we need in the world. Say I'm all in. Now, now we we let me let me try to give you. Um, an example, we can get ready to go, but I, I want you to see that God has already blessed you with every spiritual blessing. Ephesians 11, 1, 1, 11, Ephesians 1, 11. He has already blessed you with every spiritual blessing, but you got to go in to get it. You cannot obtain what's in you by trying to get it outside of you. And you cannot do it your way. You have to do it his way. And so Slick Willie will never get it. As long as you're trying to be slick. You're going to have to be, listen, God's chosen one. He chose you. And gave you his spirit. And then sometime we'll say, well, my flesh, my flesh keep messing up. Well, it does. But you operate your flesh. You're going to have to change your mind. The Bible says, let this mind be in you. Philippians 2 and 5 which is also in Christ Jesus. The reason why your mind keeps going to the left is because you allow it to go to the left because you are feeding the outward man instead of feeding the inward man. The more words you get, the less your mind will start talking crazy. The more words you get, the more you'll speak words, the more you'll think words. Check this out. Say, I got it all. It's like this. Uh, You can not have no money in your pocket. And your bank account. They sent you a text and said it's overdrawn. And you would say, I'm broke. And it could be so. But what God has done for you. By giving you the riches of his glory. 
He is directing you that in order for you to fix what's wrong, you're going to always have to go in. If the bank tells you you need to deposit some money, you're going to have to go in to make your deposit. But isn't it something that God knows everything? And so wouldn't it be something if a man showed up while you got your text and told you that a million dollars was in your account? See, most of us, in order to believe it, you'd have to go check it. But if it came from a reliable source, you might be tempted to believe it. But it would be hard to believe that a million dollars got put in my account. Thereby, if you don't know it's in there, you still behave like you don't have it. So if somebody put the million in and you didn't know you had it, you would behave like you wouldn't have any money. But the moment you found out that it was in there, it would change your behavior. My question becomes, if we have this treasure, which is in earthen vessels, the deposit has already been made. Then why hasn't our behavior changed? And we go all the way in because we have everything in Christ Jesus. So we we pick out verses. We pick out verses. And we say, put Romans 8 and 9 in the board because we're getting ready to go home. Because we're going to get rid of excuses. Go ahead and say, I'm all in. I'm all in. Uh, to help us stay out, we, 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 we start blaming stuff. Either we blame Satan. Some of us have gotten wiser and said, it's me. And we blame ourselves. Well, the reason why you can blame yourself it's because you have not denied yourself. And so you are only one choice of way from having everything that God has given you. Say it's in me. And so we blame our flesh. Check this out. You have the spirit of God and you have the flesh. Flesh craves flesh. It craves the things of the world. Flesh wants to please itself. The danger with flesh pleasing itself is flesh is reckless and does not know how to please itself. And the things it thinks is pleasing is really killing. Therefore, therefore, God has given you a spirit. So get there. So you're no longer in the flesh. Wait, wait, what's this, preacher? It's flesh. 
And if I focus on flesh, I will live in the flesh. But if I focus on spirit, I will live in the spirit. So then where is your focus? Because if you are in God, you see God. If you are the outward man, you see you. Oh, goodness, this is getting good. And God has put his spirit in you so that he, you could see a reflection of him in you. He says, I created you to be in my likeness and my image. That's, and if God created you for that, that's what you're going to be. One way or another, God's going to get his way with you. So either you come all the way in or you stay out and you're going to have to get ushered in. But choose you this day. Are you going to be in or are you going to be out? Because excuses no longer work. You cannot blame the devil and you can't blame your flesh anymore because the devil has no power over you. When you're in the spirit, the devil is afraid of you. While you're worshiping, that devil goes up in hiding nooks and crannies because he knows the power of God is flowing in you. While you're in the spirit, while you're in the spirit. And so he tries to dangle stuff your way. And you believe. You drink the Kool-Aid. And it ain't even your flavor. You know you like red, drinking purple Kool-Aid. You no, but in, in all seriousness, we allow little things to distract us from the big thing. And so the writer writes that he says, the inward man, he's being renewed. Don't don't worry about what's happening. There's something great happening inside. Go inside and bring it to the outside. So that people will see the glory of the Lord. Now get this, get this. Will my flesh be getting weak? Yeah, your flesh get weak because you're focused on it. Focus on your faith. Your belief system. Do you know the enemy has showed you so many lies that you waiting for one. You, 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 you know how it is? Some stuff happened to you before and then something come by that even resembles it and you start, oh, whoa, huh, huh. Thinking about all of that when you got all of this. Now, if he rescued you from that before, He's got more rescue in him. (laughs) The riches of his glory. He said, he said, now check this out. For those of you who struggle with the flesh, but you are not in the flesh, but in the spirit. So, so you say, wait, 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 but I'm in here. Yeah. The spirit and flesh are coexisting. But it's your choice if you're going to live in the flesh or if you're going to live in the spirit. One choice away 
from total victory in every area of your life. God says, I've given you the riches of my glory. Listen, when Moses came down from the mountain, there was so much glory on him that the people became afraid because they had some devilish ways. And you hang out with people with devilish ways. It's not time to talk about them. It's time for you to go in and let the glory of God shine on them so they can be changed because the spirit of God is full and powerful. If indeed, if indeed the spirit of God dwells in you, say he dwells in me. Say it like you mean it. Where does he dwell? The Spirit of God dwells in you. Now, if anyone does not have the Spirit of Christ, he is not here. But, but let's check it out. And if Christ is in you, the body is dead because of sin. So, so get there. So if Christ is in you, the flesh has no power unless you give it some. So it becomes, who are you going to serve, God or man? Either you in or you out. And Jesus did all the work at Calvary so that you could obtain everything once he came in. And he says, in him. You have redemption. In him, you have the full inheritance of Christ. In him, you have everything. In him. But you cannot get it by focusing on what's on the outside. Church, it's time to go in. I'm talking all the way in. And get there. When you go all the way in, I'm going to know because people are going to be talking about you. Because they won't comprehend. But you'll change them while they're talking about you. You're going to be converters. I guarantee you, when you go all the way in, not only will you experience victory in every area of your life, but you're going to transform people that are in your life. People who hate you, don't talk about them. Talk to God about them. Amen. I'm telling you, when you show them the love of God, you will take the ones who are talking about you and turn them into preachers. I seen it happen. I seen it. I was at work and they was talking about me. I started praying for them. God made a made a point for them to come around me one day after work. He said, you know, you're doing this and you're doing that. And you think you're this and you think you're that. I said, no, I don't. I just fell in love with Jesus. Yeah, but you, you, you don't do this. No, it's not me. It's Jesus. 
Yeah, but you think because you don't cuss anymore. No, it's not me. It's Jesus. Next day, I come in. They have everybody around them telling them. When we talked to Felix yesterday, and all he kept talking about was Jesus, Jesus, Jesus. I mean, that Jesus got Felix. And so now they're talking about Jesus. See, 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 God know how to get glory out of anything. That's right. yes, he does. And see, he he will do it without your permission. That's right. He just wants you to stay in him so that he could be on the outside of you. Give God a hand of praise. All right. It's